Hey, everybody, and uh, welcome back to another exciting episode of Indie Film Cafe. I'm your host, Jonathan Moody. I've got an awesome, awesome show for you guys and some great guests, some awesome guests. I can't wait to talk uh, talk to them. Uh, first, uh, let's uh, introduce them. Uh, first, I've got Michi Hazen. How are you doing, Michi? I'm good. How are you? Hey, good. Doing good. Um, and uh, we also got Liz Fletcher. How are you doing, Liz? I'm good. Thanks, Jonathan. Yeah, uh, you both have been on uh, Indie Film Cafe and other shows, plenty of other shows uh, with me. And uh, uh, now you guys are together for the first time. You guys never met, so welcome, you know. And I decided to be very, very, very nice compared to what I've been in the past. <laughs> and I had you guys watch a little teen comedy movie called Bolt Neck. And uh, I can't wait to, to discuss this. I've, I've got some stuff of my own to talk about with it. And mm-hmm. I'm sure you guys have your own stories to talk about with it uh, and whatnot. So I think this will be a fun, fun show. But before then, let's listen to some mood music. <laughs> And welcome back. All right. So we got to watch the, or we watched separately uh, the movie Bolt Neck, and uh, which I showed it to you guys as Teen Monster. That's what it's listed on as Tubi. Um, but it, it originally was called Big Monster on Campus, which makes no sense because it's a high school movie. So there's no real campus. Um, and then it got changed to Bolt Neck. And then this last one was Team Monster, which I think is the lamest of all the titles. I I always will call it Bolt Neck. Um, in fact, uh, even Ryan Reynolds makes sure to call it Bolt Neck. Uh, I don't know if you guys ever watched, there was a uh, very funny trailer for Deadpool 2 where he was apologizing to David Beckham, you know? And David Beckham was asking, why are you apologizing? Really, he was apologizing for 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 being mean to david beckham in the first deadpool movie but he said oh i don't know and he's like what would i apologize for and uh david beckham starts saying like green lantern he goes oh yeah that was terrible uh-huh. r.i.p.d <laughs> that's terrible uh then he goes list 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 and then he goes uh and bolt neck and he goes oh, how dare you bolt neck is a masterpiece and then, uh, and, like, he yells it at him, and uh, David Beckham's about to shut the door, and De- Deadpool's like, no, no, wait, wait, I'm sorry for raising my voice. And it was just funny. It was cute. I, I really, really enjoyed that. So um, that, uh, that, that right there just goes to show you that I think uh, at least, uh, you know, Ryan Riddles has a, uh, you know, has a sense of humor about his past, but I, I literally agree with them. You know, Bolt Neck to me is a masterpiece. I love this movie. Um, Liz, you're shaking your head here. So this is your first time watching it. And I'm sure it's Michi's too. But uh, uh, Liz, what, what were your thoughts when you watched it? Um, I, I don't know if masterpiece is the word that I would use, Jonathan. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was entertaining. I laughed a little bit. I was not scared at well, any point. It wasn't supposed um, to be scary at all. Like, I don't think, you know, it's yeah. like, it's basically a kids or teen, teen comedy. Right. You know? Right. Um, I think my favorite part was when the, the science teacher was playing with those squirrels. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I can see that. All right. Uh, the science teacher was really funny. I liked him. Yeah. Um, we'll, he, was, we'll... he was, he did a great job. We'll definitely get into uh, specific actors and, uh, and and what they've done in a little bit because there's a lot of big time actors in this movie and it, it's not a studio movie. So this was right. This is an indie film and to have like some really big actors in this was just amazing. Uh, Michi, what was your uh, first thought? I liked it. Just- I mean, um. Like Liz says, it, it wasn't scary. I, I was expecting um, a couple of jump scares, you know, and, but not at all. Yeah. Very, very friendly movie. <laughs> Family friendly. 
is mm-hmm. definitely the term. Yeah, it was. <clears throat> I agree. Yeah. Like you cute. could watch. It was cute. It was cute. Um, I always say that for a lot of things, and I get yelled at for it because, like, they're like, "Why was that cute?" I'm like, "It was cute. It was, you know, like it's not when it's not scary or and it's just kind of goofy or something. I just call it cute, you know." But like, you know, when you when you use that term for like movie like Scream or Scream 2 or something, you know, maybe maybe cute isn't the word. I don't know. Um, but uh, so we'll go into a little background on this movie. So um, th- this movie was made, it came out in 2000. I think it was probably made in 99 uh, would be my guess. Um, mm-hmm. But or 2000. Um, it was directed by a guy named Mitch Marcus uh he had hadn't really done uh much he was the writer of like bedazzled uh the movie with um uh was it um brendan fraser and Mm -hmm. um and whatnot did he write that was that elizabeth hurley yeah wait it said he was a writer of it but uh i don't wait a minute no he didn't write it but why does it pop up like that Maybe played a writer. Yeah, he played a writer in it. So I did not know he acted. But anyway, he also, uh, he's most, you know, so he's done stuff like, um, yeah, his stuff isn't very, um, uh, what is it? Uh, what you might call it? Like, uh, it, it isn't Elizabeth Hurley and, and Brendan Fraser like, you know. Uh, he had done a movie called A Boy, Boy Called Hate which I've heard of, and we may do on this show if I ever find it. Um, it stars like Con uh, and James Con, so <clears throat> father and son. Um, he did okay. another movie called Knocking on Death's Door, uh, The Haunting of Hell House, uh, the remake, I'm guessing, because I think that was a, another uh, movie. And then Boltneck, uh, which was basically a remake of Frankenstein, but done as a teen comedy. Um and a few other things he's not really that well known now it says that uncredited there's a guy named john blush who uh co-directed it and i'm wondering if if like because i don't know the full story or anything with that um and i couldn't find any information uh regarding it but i'm think my guess would be that um what normally happens when there's an uncredited person, they were the initial director and then the director was fired. And then another director is hired in to take over and that person gets full credit. Um, sometimes, sometimes it's the opposite way around. You know, the other person comes in and just fixes things that the other person, the other person is the one who gets the credit, even though, so I don't know the full details of that. Um, it, it wasn't like weird or anything like there was no kind of like bad cuts or something that made me think that there was right. you know, something like that. So the writer was Dave Payne, uh, P-A-Y-N-E. Um, he also wrote a movie called Concealed Weapon, which looks like a um, was it a Skinamax type movie uh alien terminator which sounds awesome because it sounds like it combines the movie alien with terminator and i think i have that on my watch list (laughs) i I would watch that i think i have it on my watch list do you i think so (laughs) um i don't know (laughs) don't meet (laughs) you yeah i love aliens and i love terminator yeah there you go both of them together combination right there um then there's a movie called criminal hearts um and a movie called reeker and no man's land the rise of reeker so i'm guessing that was a reeker franchise they were trying to do i don't know what reeker is but all right um then uh so the people who produced i have no idea who any of these people are either um so there's nobody famous that went on to work on that uh side of stuff um so we'll go into the cat. Well, let's go into the story real quick. Then we'll go into the cast. <laughs> um, who wants to describe the story of the movie? It's pretty easy. I mean, it's a pretty simple story uh, line. Liz, do you want to try? 
sure but you know how horrible i am at describing the storyline i think that's why i pick you because it's some it's, it's kind it's of fun entertaining okay so matthew lawrence uh who was really good to see him in a movie i the whole time i was like whatever happened to the lawrence brothers so still lawrence, are they uh well i mean they're on the they're on the convention circuit so that's around somewhere <laughs> well that that matters yeah. um okay so matthew lawrence plays a teen who's very smart and he his name is frank what's Stein. his last name yep do you know, I bet his middle initials got to be an N. And I'm sure you know, it Frankenstein. is. Frankenstein. Yeah. So he's he's this genius. His dad's a scientist, and he thinks that he has found a way to reanimate or bring back to life people, or mm-hmm. at least mice. <laughs> at least the first and, step it starts with mice. Yes. Uh, so there is this other guy played by Ryan Reynolds. He's the monster. I forget what his name is. I'm bad. Carl. Carl. That's right. Uh, he tries to go to this party and basically these kids are like, no, you're, you're not cool. You can't come in because he's a goth kid. And so they kind of get into a tussle and poor Carl ends up on the bottom of an empty swimming pool he's hit his head he's supposedly dead i guess the kid one kid thought that it was like full you know and then because he's like at one point fair enough yeah you you emptied your pool you know he's upset about that like oops like you know they thought they were gonna push him into the pool which you know would normally happen i guess as a fun joke but no he literally killed him poor carl um so they get pulled over with Carl in the back seat, and this cop who has no wits about him apparently thinks that Carl is drunk and not dead. I love that police and officer. It was, it was the same guy that showed up I know, later, he was, right? He was, through, yeah. he was throughout that whole movie. He was, he was hilarious. Clueless. <laughs> Clueless. <clears throat> so, uh, Frank happen just happens to come upon them because i think he was trying to get into the party too but he also was not cool enough and yeah so, he, was, he was but he also i think he like he lived by there or whatever so he heard uh okay. the cop or whatever and he came down to check out what was going on and just happens to see a you know that the there's the dead body and you know he's like guys i have a solution let's go find a brain <laughs> Well, my, my big... bring Carl back to life. Right. Because Carl's brain was damaged from the fall. So well, he's dead, say, hey, right? Let's mm-hmm. go find a brain. Mm-hmm. Well, and also, it's the funniest line. And one of the funniest lines in the movie is like one of the guys looks over and goes, that, That's real. I thought that was something you do to get fat chicks. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> i was laughing like some of the dialogue is so 90s 2000 right the dialogue mm-hmm. stuff you wouldn't say well you couldn't say now you know and get away with but yeah because everything's pc nowadays i know, oh, which, I know you mm-hmm. know but anyway go ahead uh continue but i one of the lines that i loved was uh where he was discussing needing a brain he's like I think my dad has a brain at his lab. And one of the popular guys is like, of course he does. <laughs> like, really sarcastically. My, my um, favorite line of that was when he goes, the one, the one jock looks over the other jock and he goes, because uh, they're like, he was like, I need, we need to find a brain. So the one looks at the other one and he goes, oh no, no, you're not, you're not using mine. And then he looks over and goes, uh, he was like, well, well uh, you know, so like, why don't we use yours? And he looks over <laughs> at him and goes, because I use mine occasionally. <laughs> I'm just like, wait a minute. Oh that's, my that's, god. They're the funniest. They're my favorite characters, the whole movie. You know. It's pretty um, good. Yeah. Uh, but yes, yeah, so they go and they find the brain, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and much like uh, young Frankenstein, it's an abnormal brain, you know. Or whatever. It's the brain of a was it a serial killer? 
I thought for the longest time, yeah, he just murdered two people, I think two teens. Just two people. Yeah, so he's not a serial killer, but he's, you know, and he had, you know, when he has the chance to get back, you know, he could have, he could have gone that route or whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, which would have been, that would have made it the horror thing, you know. I think the fact that he wasn't a serial killer and the fact that he doesn't really you know he it becomes more comedy you know makes it you know right. non-horror but um yeah so they they find uh the other guys i think his name was skeeter dobson you know what's his name do you remember that yeah oh, i just kept calling him dobbs <laughs> dobbs yeah so I yeah i think that's what the jar said was dobbs yeah dobbs and his name was like P- uh, skeeter dobson and yeah. so he Skeeter. the Skeeter was like his uh I guess nickname or something, you know. So uh but anyway, uh they yeah, so he ends up uh doing finding the brain and putting it into well, what's his name? So continue. Sorry, I keep kind of stealing it from you. Oh no, you're fine. I I, I don't mind you taking some of the weight because I feel a lot of pressure from it. <laughs> describe it but uh okay so they put the brain in him he uh reanimates with this huge scar on his head now from having the brain put in which they cover up with a nice little emo hat um i love the hat the hat looks really cool on um (laughs) on um mr reynolds yes and of course uh since he's got this brain of a murderer He's kind of, uh, his whole personality is different from when he was alive. Um, He's very uh, live life on the edge kind of thing. He starts attracting all the females and kind of is just uh, a bit of a jerk to people. And so um, after, you know, a while of this, Frank um, decides that he's got to just end it all. And so he ends up (laughs) popping the top part of his head off. And then things kind of go back to normal. I skipped a bunch of stuff. I know. I know. And we'll we'll get into that stuff. You know, there is a lot more to it. But like, you know, you're right. That's pretty much the gist of the story. You know, Um, we don't want to take the whole you know, because really, literally, if we did break it down from whatever, we we would take up the whole hour. You know, because it's right, it's and then people wouldn't want to watch it for themselves and partake in that joy. Well, we are going to spoil the hell out of this movie, <laughs> but like that's if you're listening to this podcast, you've probably seen it. You know, hopefully, um, and it's free on Tubi, so go see it. You right, know? like there's yeah. no reason for people to not see it. Um. So let's let's talk about the cast, which you talked briefly about. Um, so uh, Matthew Lawrence, who everybody knows him from like Mrs. Doubtfire, and mm-hmm. um, uh, he had a show with his uh, brothers called Brotherly well, uh, Love. Brotherly Love, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I used to watch it. I'm sorry. I'm like, and and then he was also in um, Boy, Meets, uh, Boy Meets World. Yeah, yep. I loved him in that uh, as Eric's uh, roommate. And uh, mm-hmm. I just, he always like, whenever I saw him, like that season would have sucked, I think, if he weren't, if he weren't there, because I think he brought this level of, uh, you know, um, fun to it. Like, I think him and, because uh, Eric is so out there and crazy, and he's uh-huh. sort of the straight man, he's really good at playing like the straight man role, which he did yeah. in this, you know, um, he wasn't the very over the top or, or anything, he was kind of he was he didn't even really have funny lines like he was so super serious the whole time but we needed that you know because we already had so many people already uttering every silly joke and stuff to it we needed mm-hmm. um that so then we've also got um i'm gonna go in line of the imdb so there's justin walker who you might know from a little 1995 movie called clueless he was the oh kid. yeah i recognized him yeah, he was the he was the Christian who was the uh, guy that Cher had a uh, you know had a crush on, 
and she kept flirting and, and kept pushing and then later she found out he was gay you know so that's mm. you know or whatever it happens well you know it, it was so funny how they did it they did it so well you know because like 95 talking about that stuff you know or whatever kind of bringing that out was yeah. very like hard to just you know kind of do but they did it so well that it, it and funny that it worked um uh macy was played by christine lakin who i used to have the biggest biggest crush on i i still do um i've actually interviewed her um a couple times um she's super sweet uh really nice nice person and um uh she uh she was on step by step uh for tgif she was al lambert on that and um she was in okay i'm like i know this chick yeah she was also on a show called uh she worked on a show called the goldbergs i think she acted and directed some episodes um uh she was in uh she uh, directed episodes of schooled and a few other stuff and she was a uh constant um voice in uh family guy so she's done a lot of um yeah she's done a lot of great stuff um the other uh jock guy not the guy from clueless but the other one uh the taller one uh i don't really know much about him his name's christian Payne. he was in um jag uh days of our lives i'm guessing by the name that he's related to the guy who uh wrote it or yeah probably wrote it you know last name same i don't know so maybe there's a little bit uh, work there um because he was actually really funny and so <laughs> it wasn't like oh man they put him in the role because he's related you know um he may not hate <laughs> yeah which i thought was the weirdest thing at the end because like they were kept going justice like all the time yeah. the whole time and then all of a sudden at the end they said you got hanked yeah so mm-hmm. for Luke, i was like wait a minute well, uh, yeah, it had nothing to do, like, what? None, nobody was named Hank in it, so I don't know <laughs> what that was about. Um, Miss, uh, Miss Stein was Shelley Duvall, who you might know from uh, a little movie called The Shining. Um, she was also in Popeye. And, uh, that's, where I, that's where I first saw her. It was in Popeye. That's how old Popeye. I am. <laughs> olive oil. I am. <laughs> um, yes, olive oil. Uh, she was wonderful in this, but I know that that time period, she was sort of going through a um, sort of kind of manic thing, you know, I don't know if it was that time or maybe later. She kind of, she kind of um, has lost it a little bit, but I love her to death. And I, I, she, I, she was great in this. So yeah, really she's worked. amazing. Um, Mr. I Ball, didn't, if you see this, I love you. Yeah, we all love you. Um, <laughs> Mr. O'Reilly, which I'm guessing was um, Ryan Reynolds's character's dad. Yeah. Um, did you notice who he is? Richard. That's Judge Reinhold. <laughs> no, no, no. That was that was uh, Matthew Lawrence's dad. Was Judge Reinhold. Um, oh, okay. But the Richard Mole, yes, from Night Court, mm-hmm. uh, and it's many other bald bailiff. Yeah, he's IQ of two. He's been in a lot of he's been in a lot of stuff. Oh, he was yeah. in Scary Movie Two, Jingle All the Way, House, just tons of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. I remember him from being the gym teacher in Sidekicks, one of my favorite. Um, I think he was in that. Um, so then there was a uh, that we talked a briefly about the um, uh, the science teacher, Mr. Stockton. Uh, played oh, by Charles Fleischer. Um, he's been in a lot of stuff. He was in uh, A Nightmare on Elm Street, um, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Um, he was in Zodiac and Back to the Future. Uh, part two, part two. What? I said Back to the Future. That's my genuine nightmare. Yeah. I love those movies. I do too. Um, we got to do a trilogy here for <laughs> well not on indie film cafe but oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> have to figure out somewhere to put it um kenny blank was jordy and i've seen him before i believe um 
uh, he, I think he was a mystery. Oh, you know, he was a writer of Mystery Men. Okay. Hmm. So, all right. Um, interesting. Wait, once again, wait, it's saying writer, but does that mean he acted as a character named writer? I don't know. I, it seems like he's done a lot of voice work. So, um, then uh, Bianca Lawson, who was um, Bianca Lawson, who was uh, uh, the girl, uh, was it Darian Stampinato, who's the who ends up being the uh, homecoming queen uh, chick. I keep uh, calling her the, the Twizzler chick. <laughs> Twiz- Twiz- was she eating Twizzlers? Twiz- I had like a Twizzler or a red vine. She's like, nice. I did not notice that. Um, <laughs> she's been in Save the, Save the Last Dance, Rogue, uh, which is a TV show, I guess, um, and a bunch of other stuff. Primary colors, tons of tons of stuff. Um, then, of course, there's uh, Ryan Reynolds, who everybody knows. And uh, what was he I- in again? He was in this little movie called Deadpool, you know. Oh yeah, that one. Yeah, <laughs> couple couple things. He's 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 you know he's done a couple stuff. Um, uh, but yes, uh, I don't even need to go through his uh his stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then last but not least, there's Judge Reinhold, who uh I grew up with him from a little movie called Vice Versa with uh, him and uh, Fred Savage. Um. where they switch places as father and son i Mm -hmm. thought it was the funniest thing it's gonna be on my show hollywood knockbusters at some point Mm because it's just so so terrible yeah but everybody knows him from fast times at ridgemount high Mm -hmm. um beverly hills cop uh the santa claus the santa claus yes Yes. he's been in a ton of stuff so Mm -hmm. he's uh but i don't think anyone else is very well, no. Now, uh, Richard Spite. Yeah, but he's, it said he played the comic book salesman. What was that? I don't that remember sounds, that. I don't, it must have been just a really quick thing, but Richard Spite, he was in Supernatural. Yeah, that's, that's why I wasn't going to mention him just because I feel like his scene was cut, but he was listed in the credits as comic yeah. book salesman. So I, I fast forward all the way to like the end to see if there was maybe like a cut scene or something, and there wasn't. So like, I don't even remember comic book Yeah, I don't remember. Do you remember comic book salesman at all? Yeah. No. I I feel like it was a cut scene, which would seem like there could be a scene where maybe um uh what's his name? Uh, like um uh, Matthew Lawrence's character, uh Frank got like an inspiration to doing some of the stuff through comics or something like that, you know, or whatever. But I I I don't know, you know, it, it'd be interesting to interview him and ask him about that, you know, mm, I know like, right? because I just like to know, like, did he, did he actually have a part? Mm. But anywho, those were the main actors of the movie. Mm-hmm. And so, as you see, there's huge names in this like independent flick, you know, you've got Matthew Lawrence, who's been in a lot of stuff, Ryan Riddles, um, who at that time was not famous. Like Matthew Lawrence mm-hmm. was a bigger name at that time. Right. You know, so I always kind of attribute that stuff to when um, I was an idiot once and kind of um, told MXPX, the guys who do MXPX, that I saw them in concert when they opened for Good Charlotte. <laughs> or no, Good Charlotte opened for them. That was right. Uh, or opened for them. And, you know, and then they were like, oh, that was a great show. We really enjoyed, you know, working, blah, blah, blah. And then I was, and then I said something stupid about the fact that they're now opening for <laughs> Good Charlotte, you know, or whatever, uh, you know, so Good Charlotte opened for them. And so it's kind of funny how things change, you know, yeah. one person will be a small role and then the other person will be, you know, mm-hmm. take over and become the big star. So there you go. Um but uh, then there's Shelley Duvall and Judge Reinhold. So it's just amazing to know that this movie had such a, you know, had such a, um, I don't know, such a huge, uh, huge stars in such a little movie that not many people right. have heard of. Um, I have found it 
years ago before it was on Tubi, before even Tubi even was a glimmer in my eye. Um, <laughs> you know, like 2001 or two when I was going down a Christine Lincoln rabbit hole when I was trying to find movies, DVDs that she were she was in, you know, and stuff and movies. So I, I think I rented or bought Boltneck. I know I bought it at some point. So I owned the movie Boltneck. Um, sadly, there was no special features, so I couldn't find out anything about Richard Spate's part or anything. But um, I, I do own it. Um, we forgot to mention who the police officer was. His name's Eric Siegel. Um, so he played Officer, whatever. Scott. What? Officer Scott. Officer Scott. Mm-hmm. Who's? I mean, he was he was fun. Um, but uh, so let's let's get into actual like scenes and specific stuff. Um, so what was your favorite? What were you guys' favorite scene in the movie? I'll, I'll go with you, Michi. Who was? What was your favorite scene in the movie? Oh goodness. Um... I don't know. I mean, I, I liked it. I, anything with Ryan Reynolds in it? <laughs> All the scenes with Ryan? <laughs> you know, they actually have a uh, a YouTube video that has all 22 minutes of just Ryan Reynolds' scenes, like all his scenes, because apparently that's all he was in it for was 22 minutes, but like all of them cut together. So if anybody just wants to watch all of Ryan Reynolds' scene, they can go, go check that out on uh, YouTube. I did like when um, his voice, and then he go back to normal. See? Oh, <laughs> and yeah. When he tried to open his locker, <laughs> and he goes, <laughs> we're about to call <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I, that was just hilarious to me. And he just kind of walks away. <laughs> just walks away. That was yes. one of my favorite scenes. He has some really good ones in there. Um, mm-hmm. What about you, Liz? I already told you my favorite was that teacher playing with the squirrels. No, yeah, that's right. He he just, he was such a character and he brought so many different voices into his role. Well, I'm correct. Is he the voice of Roger Rabbit? I think he is. Because now that I'm like saying he he did a couple of different voices in that role and they, they were fantastic. Yes, he is the voice of Roger Rabbit. Okay. And who friend Roger Rabbit. Okay. So uh, he also did Benny the Cab, uh, Greasy, and Psycho, all, you know, from Roger Rabbit. So he did multiple voices. He is a, um, I guess he is a voice actor. And Uh I'm guessing, I I don't know, did he, uh, yep, he did. uh, Okay, because if you guys watch Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers, uh, the movie, the new one. Have you guys seen that yet? Mm-mm. No, but I've heard it's amazing. Yeah, yes, go I see heard. it because Roger Rabbit, there's cameos by lots and lots of, you know, cool, uh, you know, guest voices and, and other stuff. Um, but yeah, he was, uh, he's been in a lot of cool, cool things. And, um, you know, people, people, I think just know him from, you know, playing the voice of Roger Rabbit, but like, you know, I, I guess Roger Rabbit was like 10 years before this movie or whatever, or like close to that, like maybe a little, yeah. little more and uh, maybe his shot, you know, star, you know, quality kind of went down and he was like, you know, and I'm going to act in this, but I mean, cause you know, other than doing voiceover work, you know, what, what else are you going to do when you're known as the voice of Roger Rabbit? Yep. Um, <laughs> um but yeah he was he was wonderful um yeah i i did love him i i i loved how funny he was in the classrooms like anytime he sort of made a like he made jokes that no teacher would normally do you know like um you know like he he made fun of uh frank for being weird i'm like dude you're science teacher (laughs) like (laughs) You have no, you have no stake in, in that. And then he like blamed the girl for for that stuff, which she, which Ryan Reynolds for stole stealing the money. The money. Yeah, but, mm-hmm. but Ryan yeah. Reynolds stole the money, like admits it to it. And then I guess somehow or another, he gets the money back. We never find out how, you right. know. Which makes me wonder, like, how did you know? What did he do? He had an, 
he had to steal something, you know, because he, you know, it's not like he worked worked it off or something, you know. He did but, steal that kid's uh, wallet at the dance after that chick got crowned. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Maybe that's what he did. He went around stealing wallets. Maybe he made enough money from that stuff that he just paid it all back, you know, mm-hmm. or whatever. Which goes to show that the uh, the character Carl, aka Skeeter, was you know sort of a very you know uh, a very interesting role because you know he even talks about at one point that like you know uh frank gave him the second shot at life you know like he was even thinking about it could have been reincarnation or something and then he starts mentioning all these old you know time people like can you bring back lana turner and marilyn monroe and everything and i'm like (laughs) I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, what? Uh, like, he's not that old, you know? Like, you know, that he'd, why would he be interested in those particular people? I know they're gorgeous, but like, you know, when he wants somebody that, you know, more closer to his age that might have died young or something, I don't know. Um, or maybe, maybe he needed a mentor. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Um, so anyway, he ended up, uh, uh he ends up kind of changing his tune about stuff like you know it's like originally he was a murderer now he's got the second chance to like be a better person right Mm -hmm. but he can't be a better person he's a dick you know like that's (laughs) he doesn't know how to be a better person though he does help um he does help frank uh before he helps himself to the money but he helps frank get mace uh macy um right you know Because Frank is too, like, and you know, intimidated by girls, too kind of nerdy, which is interesting to see people sort of play a different character like that, you know, because Matthew Lawrence doesn't normally play nerds, you know, kind of thing. And, and I like the fact that they didn't make him look like a nerd, you know? They like glasses him, yeah, and, and... the hair, or the pocket protector. I'm glad they, they went away from that, you know? look yeah i think a normal guy yeah i thought at that point you're right because you know yeah the the stereotypical nerd at that time was the pocket protectors and Mm -hmm. and whatnot um but and i think in the early like you know late 90s early 2000s nerd just became anybody who liked science you Mm -hmm. know or whatever um so yeah i i would love to see if my uh we have uh paul paul used to have a um uh a a girl who um was lived with him like a a roommate who was part of nasa you know and and whatnot and yeah well she was an intern there you know so she would be our like resident science person you know and she would tell yes you know that's not true that's not true i would love Mm -hmm. to see what her thoughts were on this movie because they really literally try to tell you that like the science could literally happen when if it could literally happen i think they would have you know it would be happening you know people bring be bringing back now i don't know you know maybe people are trying to bring back humans and stuff but with i hate i hate thinking about that (laughs) (laughs) you you, um would you be upset if you just came back you know, and, and why not? Or would you be happy? I don't know. I just think that's something that just shouldn't be messed with. Yeah. I don't think any good can come of it. So, um, you know, what was it? Ryan Reynolds has the stuff on his head. And at one point he's like making out with a girl and she takes oh, off yeah. his hat. He and- started freaking out she freaked out and then his line he had one of the best lines in the whole movie which is women can be so superficial and i was like (laughs) i I laughed because like hey that's that's typical ryan reynolds uh uh, dialogue you know like that's that that's how he says his lines and everything like that's his uh that's his uh 
you know, that just sounds like Ryan Reynolds. Um, that was, it sounded like Van Wilder, you know, and stuff. And so it was sort of a perfect thing. Um, but it was so funny. I always thought it was that his ear fell off or something, you know, or whatever. And that's what freaked her out. But when I watched it, I was like, wait, she got freaked out by just the scarring. <laughs> oh, because they waited. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that didn't <laughs> yeah, happen. I but I literally <laughs> always thought that that was it, you mm. know. And then when I rewatched it, I go, oh, shit. It was just she freaked out because he had scarring on the top of his head. And I'm like, I need that's a pretty significant uh wound though (laughs) would you would you freak out when if you saw that you know you're you know on ryan reynolds if i if i'd been dating somebody for a week or two and all of a sudden their hat came off and (laughs) showed that i would would freak out a little bit yeah (laughs) uh i i i wouldn't i mean i wouldn't run off screaming or anything but i'd be like bro the hell happened to you <laughs> did you guys think he killed her because there was um, there was there was a little yes, bit of time where i did i did I, I did think you did think that i did think that i <clears throat> I, I remember when i first watched it, i thought so too because he had murdered uh mm-hmm. Because the and they did such a good job with that of like telling us mm-hmm. that he did you know that he has murdered uh, teenage girls so mm-hmm. that did not seem to be too far fetched but he was up to that point he was always being honest right mm-hmm. with himself like he was he never you know sort of did anything terrible um, which makes me wonder like was it sort of I mean, was it wrong for uh, him to, to to kill him, you know, and to to put the other brain back in, you know, like because you know he he was I mean he stole money he was a thief, you mm-hmm. know and he never but he never murdered anyone right well no yeah. but he was starting to act a little bit more aggressive right you know and it could have gone further than that. So they probably just put a stop to it because he could have been reverting back to his old days. You never know. Yeah. Well, yeah. that and, uh, you know, maybe uh, Frank Stein was just like, you know what, lay off my chick, you're going down. Just like his, <laughs> that line he said, you know, I made you, um, I could take you away. Right. You know? so. I think they said that a couple of times, like even the... Uh... The two guys say that, you know, like, <laughs> you know, and then they get all mad and like, you created this monster, you know, you gotta mm-hmm. take, you gotta deal with it because, or we will, you know, or Lance will. He kept <laughs> referring to him in the third person, the, the clueless guy. Um, uh, he, those guys cracked me up. Like, I swear to God, they were my favorite characters. Like, <laughs> they were hilarious. Um, my favorite, my favorite line in the whole movie is when, uh, is when Tuttle, the big tall guy, uh, they knock on the, was it um, Matthew Lawrence and his friend knock on the door and he answers the door and he like moons them. And oh then going, yeah, he's like, pinch it. Yeah, pinch me, pinch me. And then he looks, the guy pinches and goes, whoo. And then he looks at her and goes, just like I thought. And I thought it was going to be like that he was gay or something, you know, mm. and I'm like thinking, dude, you, you're making him pinch you. Like what? And mm. then he says, just like I thought, I'm uh I'm not the one who's dreaming. And he slams the door and I'm like, okay, that was that was good. All you right. Know? What about the part when they had the extension course and they told him to make it longer? Yes. Oh my gosh, that was funny. He was like, don't act, don't act like you don't do it every that. night. And then he was like, Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm looking at the TV and I, I'm usually like a prude. I'll like look away, but I'm like, I'm watching. I'm like, ew. <laughs> I felt so bad that extension cord was just funny. It was, it was funny. Like, I, it was funny as shit. <laughs> this, I mean, and, and I, I don't know. So, um, I've always wanted to do this movie on Indie Film Cafe at some point, you know, like I had thought about it or whatever. And uh, for the longest time, it was not on Tubi. 
you know, so it was harder to, to get. And I have a copy of it, but, you know, you have to find the right people who are probably okay with watching a teen comedy, you know. I, I don't think Paul would be like that into this movie, you know. Um, you know, he just doesn't like, you know, the Ryan Reynolds humor and that kind of stuff. He probably doesn't uh-huh. know who any of these people are except Shelley Duvall because he loves Shining. So I take that back. You might be interested in watching it just for her stuff or whatever, but like that's it, you know. And I don't think that's enough for him to like actually want to, you know, sit down and watch this movie. Right. Um, but I thought it was, you know, it, it's one of those movies. I mean, like I said, I remember buying it because of Christine and uh, not knowing whether or not this would be like, you know, the movie that, you know, like I would fall in love with or something, you know, or whatever. But I, I did like, I, I think it had some really funny um, still to this day, like humor, you know, how humor can get dated, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they kept it like none of the jokes seemed to 2000, you know, <laughs> um, uh, none of it. Like, I don't think um, I mean, like some of the stuff like the un-PC stuff. Yeah. I mean, they wouldn't write some of that stuff today, but most of the other jokes mm-hmm. seem very normal to like, you know, the characters. Um, Timeless. Exactly. Yeah. I did like I, I did like that Matthew Lawrence was a nerd who became popular because he did this right started hanging out with the popular kids he Mm -hmm. started dating macy you know all that stuff and his he kind of left his friend in the dust you know or whatever to go do this which he didn't do on purpose it just sort of happened that way and then at the end like the friend and him reconnect and all is well you know the money's returned he gets the girl uh there there was that awkwardness where he kissed the girl and you know and then the guy's like <clears throat> you know and yeah and he's like teenagers <laughs> i'm like, like why would hey. you interrupt them just to say that yeah and, and, and walk away and then walk away because like generally like, yeah. then they kiss again it's like wait yeah you, you stop them just to say that one line mm-hmm. <laughs> i think that was literally just the movie just wanted him to because he's just there why not put him in you know a funny line like that um but yeah they were um now he did say something at the end like asking about how his science experiment is going and stuff and uh he said it was was coming along or whatever (laughs) it took a life of its own and i um and i'm like wondering no you can't you can't use this as an experiment you know um yeah. I, I don't think so um <laughs> and then was the the last couple things i wanted to talk about because we are we're approaching that time which mm-hmm. that this time went by like that with this movie um the uh the one things that well I, judge reinhold we barely talked about um playing the father who had the brains and stuff mm-hmm. um and uh, what I what I love is like they make a joke and they come back to it later, but the joke is about how even Einstein, um, you know, Einstein uh, was it flunked math, right? Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And then uh, was it um, what's his name? Uh, um, crap. Uh, then Matthew Lawrence, or you know, he said if, if you ever create something like the, the theory of relativity. Then, then you can have the car for keys. Right. Yes. So then later, when he shows them that he actually can bring back somebody to life, he's like, "All right, you get the car. Cars <laughs> yours." I thought that was that that payoff right there was perfect. You know, yeah. setup and payoff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. So really well written. Um. Uh. And the end of it with the fact that we get Ryan Reynolds back in his normal body you know and what in the world i thought they fixed his brain you know because i thought that was the line that they fixed his brain they put his original brain back in because right they animated and he's was still like Ugh. i know <laughs> it, it looked like he was even worse you know well, <laughs> like, when they put the other brain in him his 
body was a little duh, you know, and then right. kind of came back to life, you know. So maybe it's just taking a little bit longer because of who he was originally. I don't well, know. He, he does get the goth chick at the end that he was like looking at before. Which so like, like the Bride of Frankenstein. Mm, you know, maybe the, if they did Br- Bride of Boltneck, you know, you know, that would have been interesting. But I guess mm-hmm. this movie didn't do well enough to 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 warrant a sequel, you know, mm. which is too bad. I know I would watch I would have watched a sequel of this. Um, I would have watched squirrels, it. more squirrels. Yeah, more squirrels. Right. Everybody, <laughs> <laughs> Everybody wants that. Uh, yeah. I, you know, I would like to see that guy doing more stuff. I mean, he's still around. Right. So, uh, mm-hmm. I would love to see him in more things because I need to I need to look back and see what he's done that I haven't seen and maybe check it out. Um, he was really good. Um, everybody was, was top notch. The only one like Richard Mole had like one scene, I think, or maybe two. But like mm-hmm. all I remember him was him yelling at his son and like smacking him and stuff. And like he's like, you know he like punches him in the face or whatever. And then says, you know, if, uh, you know, if you do this again, if you put your hand on me again, I'm going to sue you, uh, CPS you know, and DHS and all these other people. And you're like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, he was like, cause he was like, or whatever these kids are doing these days. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I was like, that's awesome. Like, like oh I don't know how long that Skeeter guy has been dead you know because it seemed like he might have been dead for a little bit of time um mm, you know i think it was within like a 24 48 hours that uh, he maybe his father got the brain put yeah okay because they did have the thing on the news that mm-hmm. mentioned the guy yeah. or whatever yeah so you knew uh-oh this is the you know and he well, asked his, the food what? truck guy the food truck guy trying to remember that's oh yeah the guy well that guy murdered him apparently and so he was going to get the he was trying to get the money back you know he's trying to just steal money from the guy or whatever i was pissed that frank went over there and did what he did like meddled with the whole thing Mm -hmm. um you know he's the good he's the good kid with the good conscience he didn't want any so he was like you were gonna kill him he was like he killed me first (laughs) that was one of the the best lines and like you know there because i was like you know and then he was like don't ever ever do that again or i will actually kill you you know like and i and then he just left him too he like like drove off without him understandably you know like he had the chance to help him out and he you know didn't but i mean it was anticlimactic for me so, oh, you yeah. wanted him to kill him and then take the money? That would have made you happy. <laughs> Justice for Skeeter. <laughs> Is it? I mean, look, I think Skeeter could have been framed with the murder of those two girls. I think the justice for Skeeter was him actually waking up in another body. You know, that was his justice. <laughs> you know, that was his uh his chance uh at, at at trying to do it all over again. So him going off that, you know off that rail and killing the guy might have set him off to where he does it more and more, you know, so. Oh, and him meeting the guillotine was inevitable. (laughs) All right. So I think we're about at that time right now that uh, um, I, so like I said, I had a blast. We're going to, we're going to talk about the stinkometer here. The stinkometer scoreboard is, uh, is something that Paul created. Uh, as a way to monitor uh, the uh, amount of stink that a movie uh, has. And uh, so if you really, really, really like the movie, uh, it's a one or higher, or it's one or like, you know, a few up, up. But if it's uh, a really bad one, it's like, you know, 10, you know, 10 or, or like six or so. And then if it's kind of meh, you know, you kind of whatever, you get a five. Uh, or you can do a half step and do uh, 5.5, 6.5, whatever, if you feel like you can't necessarily decide which one to go with. Um, so who wants to start first? I'll you. go. <laughs> okay. Did you say you, Michi? 
Okay, so one, I, I just want to make sure one means you really liked it. Ten. You think it? I think it was bad. Like it was badly done. Okay. Like you know, or that's whatever. what I thought. All right, so I'm gonna go ahead and give it. Let's say a four. A four. Okay. It was entertaining. Uh, I, I would actually maybe watch it again. Um, it was, it was interesting. And I think it's one of those movies where the more that you watch it, the, the better it gets, I guess. And yeah. the more quotes you can get from it. Like, um, like super troopers. Right. Like that movie is the dumbest movie ever, <laughs> but I freaking love it. And the more you watch it, the more the more fun it is. So yeah, I'll I'll say four. I think it would be uh, one of those. I don't know if I'd call it a masterpiece, but it was fun. So I I will tell you a story real quick before we get into Misha's score. But uh, you brought up Super Troopers, one of my favorite comedies of all time. God, I got I to I got so much. I got to interview the the one of the guys, um, you know, uh, I think he plays Mac in it. Shut uh, Steve Lemmy. Up. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I can send you that um, uh, that that link to the interview. Um, but in the interview, I'm telling him that I worked at Burger King at the time that I was interviewing, and literally the day that or the day before, not sure which one, but before um, I was doing the interview. Uh, somebody came into Burger King and they said, you know, all, it, it, you know, I'm, I'm in the back working and all I hear is double bacon cheeseburger. It's for a cop. And I, <laughs> and I was like, I'm interviewing that guy. Like I'm interviewing and a super trooper guy, you know, like, that's awesome. So I told him that. And he goes, did you ask him not to spit in that burger? And I go, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> I'm like, oh man, I did not. Why was that? Why, why didn't I think of that? You know, um, you know, or you're holding the spit or whatever it was. You know, like I think that was great, uh, but it was it was amazing. So I've I've you know I've adored those guys, and I'll probably send you that um, uh, interview if you ever want to listen to it. It's, it's way long. Uh, you don't have to listen to the whole thing, but it's way long because we go into like everything the dude's done so it's like a two hour long you know interview um yeah which he was only planning to be on there for a half hour you know that happens uh especially with me okay so speaking of which um so michi next what is your uh uh uh, like what do you uh what do you i'm gonna be very generous with this one very, uh, is very it because of whatever, but like, or is it because you actually really feel this way? Because I actually feel this way. So okay. I, I like it. Yeah. I like it. And like two and a half. Okay. Um, because it had the mystery of the girl disappearing. It had the science, you know, the sci-fi in it. It had the gore, his head, okay. whatever. Not gore, but you know what I mean. Uh, the comedy it had the the big names, the you know names that I haven't seen in years. Mm-hmm. Right? And it was really really nice to see their faces, you know. And uh, I I liked it. it was nice teen comedy, sci-fi. Yeah. You know. uh, I liked it. That's two and a half. You know, this is something you could show like kids. You know, right. And not even feel like too bad. Like even some of the jokes are a little adult. Like well, there the... was one scene that I didn't... you don't want to show the kids. What? What scene would you not want to show the kids? Right before um, uh, Ryan Reynolds, what, what, what was his original character's name? Kyle shows up at the back door and the mm-hmm. kids were, one was like having sex and the other one was like making out on the couch. Because the one having sex, he kept saying, I love you, I love you. Oh yeah, that's right. Okay, yeah. <laughs> the only part I would not show a child, but other than that, everything else is, is pretty much really great. Yeah, you're right. I never even thought about that because like yeah. that seems so small and happens so quickly that I just you know 
yeah. don't know. I, I guess it's because I I babysit my granddaughters. So, so you're like, oh, oh no, I'm seeing this. Yeah. Well, understandable. Most of them you probably don't watch when the people are awake, just in case <laughs> when I said you nine. stuff. Yeah, yeah, after 9 p.m. <laughs> and I will watch it. Like the baby yeah. sleeping, the daughter sleeping, everyone else is at work or whatever. You know? So it's like, I make sure no one's around me when I get sent the movies that you want me to watch. I bet you were like, you both were surprised at this movie because like this isn't the typical indie film cafe thing you know like um i know i know like last year uh we um i tortured poor liz with a uh was a pirate movie you know uh the jolly roger one do you remember that (laughs) you don't even remember it do you (laughs) i i'm pretty sure it was you me and paul doing a uh was a jolly roger curse the cutter's cove or something yes now it's now it's all coming back vaguely remember it she was you know that's something you don't want to show kids i might go back and And that's something you don't want to show kids though there was a there was a a pirate strip club or whatever there was a strip club with pirate in it you know or whatever it was he made a joke about that (laughs) you know you made a joke like that. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to give this a two. Um, uh, I, I almost want to give it a one because I watch it so much. But um, there is, there is some stuff that you know I feel like it, it, it wasn't there, there wasn't enough comedy sometimes to like make it completely like laugh out loud funny. Like like Super Troopers is funnier. You know, has so mm-hmm. much more humor in it. This has right. a good amount of humor, but a lot of it, you know, stuff. So I would say too, I, I like, I watch this movie, you know, all the time, you know, and I should, I try to show people it, you know, because not many people have heard of it. And that's another reason why I want it on the show is because not a lot of people even know this movie exists. Um, I'm so sad that Tubi changed it to teen monster for some reason or another. Um, I'm, I don't know if that's our like a rights thing or something. And mm-hmm. Um, and whatnot, but uh, it should not be called Teen Monsters. Should be called right. Um, you know, uh, Boltneck, <laughs> Boltneck, or uh, I'm not big monster. Boltneck is the best name for it. You know, um, just because it sounds cool. You know, um, it kind sets up the idea that he's Frankenstein. You know, oh. or whatever. I always thought that was the cutest thing, like his name being frank you know and stein and stuff and i think it sort of was like in a way uh a remake of frank and weenie you know and they even make a mention of frank and weenie in that they did they did yeah so i think that like this was in a way like a live action frank and weenie except instead of it being a dog that comes back to life well there's a little mouse that you know that comes back to life and eats eats the was it uh, the cheese and destroys the the, the mouse cage or mousetrap? Yeah. Pretty bad. Did you um, find it? I don't think so. Ooh. I don't know. I mean, not in the movie, which <laughs> now makes me wonder where the hell is it? Is it still out there? Is that another movie that they could have done? Like a spinoff? You know, the zombie ma- mouse? Playing the teacher squirrels. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't want it going after the squirrels, turning them into zombie squirrels. That would be nuts. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> you said that would be nuts. Yes, I did. I said it. All right. So there you go. Two, two and a half. <gasps> that is uh that is actually a great uh, you know, that's a that's a low score for for Indie Film Cafe, which this kind of deserves the low score. By the way, this is gonna be in October, so it's, it sort of works because it's the movie kind of takes place around Halloween. Right. Like, you know, at the Maybe end of I'll it. Maybe I'll dress so. up as Ryan Reynolds for Halloween. You'll dress up like what? Ryan Reynolds. Skeeter. As as <laughs> Carl, you know? Carl Skeeter. Uh, you're going to put that hat on and have a little... Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I will have to go to the beach, to one of those little tourist oh. stores, get me a hat. Oh, vendors. yeah. There you go. You could be, you could be, uh, was it uh, Skeeter or... 
Carl, whatever you want to call him, because they he kept being called Carl because he was in Carl's body, but mm-hmm. really he was he was Dobbs, you know. Um, call me Carla. <laughs> Carla. <laughs> All right, that works. Um, so. <laughs> Thank you too so much for being on the show tonight. It was so much fun. And I'm glad having me. Yeah, I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. Um, You guys uh, can catch both of them on uh, 31 Days of Indie Horror. They'll be on our YouTube. They both have episodes. I'm not even finished filming it right now. So maybe they'll be back for more episodes. I don't know. I know, I know you both enjoy doing this stuff. So, you know. Oh, yeah. Um, so that's great. Um, but yeah, uh, this was wonderful. I loved, uh, you know, I, I love this movie and I can't wait for people. I really hope more people watch it, you know? Um, so check it out on Tubius Teen Monster or buy it on Amazon as Boltneck because that's what I would suggest. Cause it's a movie I, I want to own forever and ever and ever, you know, um, cause you never know what Tubi, it might disappear someday. Yeah. Right. That is so true. And Ryan Reynolds says it's a masterpiece, or at least Deadpool does. So, you know, <laughs> he knows what he's talking about, you know. Um, but anyway, thank you guys so much. And everybody else, thank you guys for joining. Uh, join me. Uh, it's going to be join Paul uh, next week for a brand new episode. So until then, bye, everybody. Bye-bye.